section ninety of canada south america central america mexico and the west indies this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the world story volume eleven canada south america central america mexico and the west indies edited by eva march tappan section ninety in buenos aires twentieth century by hiram bingham a generation ago the traveller to buenos aires was obliged to disembark in the stream seven or eight miles from the city proceed in small boats over the shallow waters and then clamber into huge ox-carts and enjoy the last mile or two of his journey as best he could since then extraordinary harbour improvements costing millions of dollars have been completed and ocean steamers are now able to approach the city through dredged channels yet such has been the phenomenal growth of the port that the magnificent modern docks are already overcrowded and the handling of cargo goes on very slowly retarded by many exasperating delays the regular passenger and mail steamers are given prompt attention however and the customs-house examination is both speedy and courteous in marked contrast to that at rio in years to come the two other important ports of argentina rosario higher up the rio de la plata and bahia blanca farther down the atlantic coast are destined to grow at a rapid rate because of the better docking facilities they will be able to afford bahia blanca in particular is destined to have a great future as it is the natural outlet for the rapidly developing agricultural and pastoral region of southern argentina buenos aires however will always maintain her political and commercial supremacy she is not only the capital of argentina but out of every five argentinos she claims at least one as a denizen of her narrow streets already ranking as the second latin city in the world her population equals that of madrid and barcelona combined hardly has one left the docks on the way to the hotel before one is impressed with the commercial power of this great city your taxicab passes slowly through crowded streets where the heavy traffic retards your progress and gives you a chance to marvel at the great number of foreign banks english german french and italian that have taken possession of this quarter of the city with their fine substantial buildings and their general appearance of solidity they have a firm grip on the situation one looks in vain for an american bank or agency of any well-known wall street house american financial institutions are like the american merchant steamers conspicuous by their absence the anglo-saxons that you see briskly walking along the sidewalks are not americans but clean-shaven red-cheeked vigorous britishers in some ways this is an english colony the majority of the people do not speak english except in the commercial district and the englishman is here on sufferance but it is his railroads that tie this country together it is his enterprises that have opened thousands of its square miles and although the folly of his ancestors a century ago caused him to lose the political control of this purple land the energy of his more recent forebears has given him a splendid heritage not only has he been able to pay large dividends to the british stockholders who had such great faith in the future of argentina he has made many native argentinos wealthy beyond the dreams of avarice landowners whose parents had not a single change of clothes are themselves considering how many motor-cars to order their patronage sustains the finely appointed shops which make such a brave display on florida and congalo streets these streets may be so narrow that vehicles are only allowed to pass in one direction but the shops are first-class in every particular 
and include the greatest variety of goods from the latest creations of parisian millinery to the most modern scientific instruments fine bookshops large department stores gorgeous restaurants expensive to the last degree emphasize the wealth and extravagance of the upper classes it is hardly necessary to speak of the more usual evidences of great wealth palatial residences that would attract attention even in paris and new york charming parks beautifully laid out on the shores of the great rio de la plata and a thousand luxurious automobiles of the latest pattern carrying all they can hold of parisian millinery one does not need to be told that this is a city of electric cars telephones and taxis these we take for granted but there is a characteristic feature of the city that is unexpected and striking the central depots for imported thoroughbreds only a few doors from the great banks and railway offices are huge stables where magnificent blooded horses and cattle sheep and pigs which have brought records of distinguished ancestry across the atlantic are offered for sale and command high prices these permanent cattle shows are the natural rendezvous of the wealthy ranchmen and breeders who are sure to be found here during a part of each day while they are in town so are foreigners desirous of purchasing ranches and reporters getting news from the interior the cattle fairs offer ocular evidence of the wealth of the modern argentino and the importance of the pastoral industry there are over a hundred million sheep on the pampas cattle and horses also are counted by the millions the problems of argentine agriculture and animal industries are being continually studied by the great landowners who have already done much to improve the quality of their products argentina has worked hard to develop those industries that are dependent upon stock raising the results have amply justified her the exportation of frozen meat from argentina amounts to nearly twenty million dollars annually only recently one of the best-known packing houses of chicago opened a large plant here and is paying tribute to the excellence of the native stock every year argentina sends to europe the carcasses of millions of sheep and cattle as well as millions of bushels of wheat and corn more in fact than we do of all the south american republics she is our greatest natural competitor and she knows it nevertheless she lacks adequate resources of iron coal lumber and water power and notwithstanding a high protective tariff can never hope to become a competitor in manufactured products argentina exports more than three times as much per capita as we do and must do so in order to pay for the necessary importation of manufactured goods it also means that she will always find it to her advantage to buy her goods from england france and germany where she sells her foodstuffs brazil can send us unlimited amounts of raw materials that we cannot raise at home while at present argentina has little to offer us yet we are already buying her wool and hides and before long will undoubtedly be eating her beef and mutton footnote this came to pass in nineteen fourteen end of footnote as england has been doing for years the number of north americans in buenos aires is very small while we have been slowly waking up to the fact that south america is something more than a land of revolutions and fevers our german cousins have entered the field on all sides the germans in southern brazil are a negligible factor in international affairs but the well-educated young german who is being sent out to capture south america commercially is a power to be reckoned with he is going to damage england more truly than dreadnoughts or gigantic airships he is worth our study as well as england's willing to acquit himself with and adapt himself to local prejudices he has already made great strides in securing south american commerce for his fatherland he has become a more useful member of the community than the englishman 
he has taken pains to learn the language thoroughly and speaks it not only grammatically but idiomatically as well something which the anglo-saxon almost never does he has entered into the social life of the country with a much more gracious spirit than his competitors and rarely segregates himself from the community in pursuing his pleasures as the english do his natural prejudices against the spanish way of doing things are not so strong his steamers are just as luxurious and comfortable as the new english boats it is said that even if the element of danger that always exists at sea is less on the british lines the german boats treat their passengers with more consideration giving them better food and better service no wonder the spanish-american likes the german better than he does the english or american already the english residents in buenos aires who have regarded the river platte as their peculiar province for many years are galled beyond measure to see what strides the germans have made in capturing the market for their manufactured products and in threatening their commercial supremacy and neither english nor germans are going to hold out a helping hand or welcome an american commercial invasion meanwhile the argentinos realize that their country cannot get along without foreign capital much as they hate to see the foreigner made rich from the products of their rolling prairies they realize also that they greatly need more immigrants the population is barely five per square mile and as a matter of fact is practically less than that for so large a part of the entire population is crowded into the city and province of buenos aires consequently they are doing all they can to encourage able-bodied immigrants to come from italy and spain and the immigrants are coming my ship brought a thousand other ships brought more than three hundred thousand in nineteen o eight argentina is not standing still nor is she waiting for american enterprise during nineteen o eight considerably more than two thousand vessels entered the ports of the republic four flew the american flag End of section nineteen this recording is in the public domain